This is Brain Diet, episode number 134. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brain Diet. Thank you so much for being here. Our topic today is a concept called complexity bias. And what I want to do for you today is explain what this means, where it can affect our health and our weight loss, and what we can do to manage it and to empower ourselves around it. This is one of those topics that simply an understanding of it can immediately give you an advantage in your life. Understanding this concept will immediately provide you with ways to have a better day today and to have a better life in general. So safe to say, I think it's really important for us to understand things like this because when we understand ourselves, we can live our life in a much more strategic way. So let's define complexity bias. Essentially, the definition is our tendency to overcomplicate things that are actually pretty simple. And though this is a bias, that doesn't necessarily mean that we need to avoid it completely. There are actually ways that we benefit from this part of us, this part of our brain that wants to overcomplicate things. There are benefits in many ways. For example, we might have this bias with how we dress or if we are creating some type of art, or if we are cooking meals, if we are writing a song. Oftentimes, this bias is how we distinguish ourselves and how we honor what is important to us. I know for me, meals, cooking, baking, that is something that is really important to me and something that I have a passion for. So I absolutely can overcomplicate things at times, but it fuels me. It works in a way that honors what's important to me and helps me be truer to myself. And it feels good. It doesn't feel like I'm being weighed by, weighed down by complexity. It feels as though I'm just connecting with myself and getting a deeper understanding of something that's important to me. We as humans are complex creatures. We have a brain that is very complex. We have a system that is very complex. We have a body that is very nuanced and complex. So it makes sense that as we are complex beings, we can be drawn to complexity. And so complexity bias is actually used in marketing, where we believe complex claims to indicate superiority of a product because it's something that we can relate to on some subconscious level. For example, if there were some type of drink and on it, it just said good for you. Imagine how you would feel in your inclination to buy it versus if you saw a drink that says it has probiotics to support gut flora. 
Like how many of you know what a probiotic is? How many of you know about your gut flora? I mean, there are maybe even parts that you know about those things, but maybe not an extensive knowledge of these things. And yet, because these more elaborate words, these more complex explanations, we are drawn to these things. It's used in food. It's used in cosmetics. It's used in fashion. The more complex something is, we often believe it means that it is superior. Thus, we are drawn to it. And this makes sense, like I said, based on our brain, our system, that we are so complex. Often, we find it easier to face a complex problem than a simple one. For example, I see this in potential clients often. Is someone who feels tired all the time will go to a doctor to get their hormones checked and their blood drawn and their iron checked and to do all of these tests to assess why I feel tired all the time when really it's very clear that they have very poor sleep hygiene and habits. But because we don't want to just look at poor sleep quality and poor sleep hygiene, we're like, you know what? I bet the reason that I'm feeling so tired all the time has got to be something really complex. We would do the same thing. Someone who has consistent headaches, wanting an MRI of their brain and doing test upon test when perhaps daily this person opts for soda and caffeinated drinks and hasn't reached for water in weeks. It really can be a simple solution, but we prefer the complex one. Or one of the most common ones that I see is someone who isn't losing weight, who then goes to a specialist, a medical provider for a comprehensive blood panel and multiple prescriptions when they clearly consume significant amounts of extra calories on the weekends. Or maybe they consume, uh, they consume significant amounts of extra calories in the evenings. But in all of these cases, opting for these impenetrable solutions, we then sidestep the need to understand. When we have, when we are presented with a problem and we assume that the reason for it is complex, we negate our own responsibility in it. So in the context of the fight or flight responses, Complexity bias is a flight response. It's a way of turning away from a problem and labeling it as too confusing. Because if you think something is harder than it is, then you surrender your responsibility to understand it. You surrender your own ability to be part of the solution. And the solution might require more effort on your part. When it comes to someone who isn't losing weight, oftentimes we would rather take a pill and not have to take any responsibility versus pay attention to what we're eating and to feel our feelings instead of eating them. That is effort on our part. So our brains look at a problem and assume that the reason behind it is much more complex than it actually is. Now, there are, of course, instances where problems are very complex, but it's important for us to understand that our default assumption in many of these cases is something more complex than it actually is. A great deal of health issues that my clients struggle with can be solved with adequate hydration, with rigid sleep hygiene, with movement such as walking 10,000 steps a day and tracking macros based on their body, specifically getting enough protein. 
There are so many issues that we try to complicate that are solved very simply by things that are as straightforward as what I just mentioned. But all of these efforts, all of these things I've just mentioned of going to bed early instead of staying up, staying up late, of just moving and walking and paying attention to what you're eating and drinking water when maybe soda is more appealing or other things are more appealing, they require effort. Now, I will argue that the effort in these cases is relatively small. It's not like you need to run a marathon to solve certain health issues. Really just walking a little bit every day can solve a great deal of issues. But there is effort required nonetheless in each of these activities. There is effort and conscious thinking and awareness. And that is something that we are inclined to avoid. Our brain wants to be on autopilot. It wants to think as little as possible. It wants to conserve energy. It wants to just be on the lookout for threats, but not have to exert effort to do anything that isn't crucial for survival. So many of the issues in our health are really simple, but it requires more effort and responsibility than taking a pill does. Or on the other end of it, it would require more responsibility than just resigning and giving up. Oftentimes we are faced with a problem that can be solved by lifestyle habits, but instead we opt for resigning and giving up. We opt for complexity over simplicity because of our need to put in effort when we perhaps just don't want to. Now complexity bias, it can send us into a spiral of overwhelm and self-doubt. When we overcomplicate things, it can lead to us thinking thoughts that lead us to feel overwhelmed and start to feel doubtful. And the more we spiral into that, the less capable we are to get things done. We put ourselves completely out of commission. I just recently talked to a woman who wanted to start a podcast and she was feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it all. And she was asking me all these questions and really was overcomplicating it. And so what I said to her is, if we were to break this down into the most simple parts, what would it be? It would be getting on Amazon and purchasing a microphone. Doesn't matter what microphone it is, just buy one. There are many options that are very, very adequate. And then once you have a microphone, then pull up GarageBand or Audacity on your computer and just fiddle around. Start talking into it. And then from there, start to research you know, what you want to talk about or start, you know, like they're, they're, we just broke it down into the most simple steps so that it became clear for her to start a podcast, for, to get from where she was to where she wanted to go. It really wasn't as complex as she wanted to make it. It just took us acknowledging that and saying, actually, to start a podcast, all you need to do is buy a microphone. That's it. And then after that, the next step is just as simple, but you're the one that just has to break it down and figure it out. Now, in our health, complexity bias is a very influential thing. We tend to overcomplicate food and we tend to overcomplicate exercise. We tend to overcomplicate tracking macros. People think that it can be very complicating and overwhelming. And yes, it does require effort. And yes, it is not for everybody. But is it really that complicated? No. And same goes for exercising, especially when it comes to weightlifting influencers are playing off of complexity bias by providing you with the one secret movement that will build your glutes. And so we, when we are attempting to exercise, to lift weights, to resistance train, we get so conflicted about what to do 
because we think it's so much more complicated that there might be more movements that we just don't know. And so then if we go and work out, it's not even going to be worth it because we won't be doing the real effective movements. And this is what we do to ourselves to the point where then we hinder our own progress because we aren't lifting at all, because we aren't just doing the basic things. So what I want to provide you with today is ways to manage this. If you can understand that your brain by nature wants to complicate things and then take that knowledge and combat it, you can simplify your life simply with the way you think about problems you are presented with or situations you are presented with. So the first strategy that I will recommend for managing everybody's, all of our complexity biases is there is something called the law of parsimony or the principle of parsimony. And essentially, this is just a philosophy that argues that the simplest solution is correct. So it's essentially the opposite of our complexity bias. We see something and we immediately think that the most complicated solution is the only solution. When really, perhaps the simplest solution is correct. Simple can absolutely be correct in many situations, especially the ones that we tend to get overwhelmed with, like cleaning a house, for example. Oftentimes for me, I can get into the weeds with the complexity of, you know, cleaning my blinds and my baseboards and getting all of the things that I've forgotten about that are dirty and and getting every inch of my house. And I can get so overwhelmed by thinking about the complexity of cleaning a house that I put it off versus I'm just going to clean my toilets. That's where I'm going to start. It's simple. I'm just going to clean the toilets. That's it. That's all I'm going to do today. Now, when we can start by finding the simplest path forward, sometimes that works and is adequate. It's adequate enough to get you going. It's adequate enough to solve a potential problems. Other times we have to add in more steps of complexity, but we can build upon what we start with, which is incredibly simple. I think this is easier than doing it the other way around, which is starting complicated and then trying to work towards simplicity. So I'll give you an an example of this. With any health ailment I am faced with, my first solution is to drink water. So if I have a headache, I drink water. If I'm feeling fatigued, I drink water. If I'm feeling muscle pain, I drink water. If I'm feeling brain fog, I drink water water. If I'm feeling lethargic, I drink water. It is always my first line of defense. It is the most simple. It is the most available. And many times it solves the problem. Many times it is adequate enough for me to solve whatever I'm faced with. Now, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it takes a little bit more intervention, but that's always my first line of defense, no matter what is water. Now, another thing where I see clients drastically overcomplicate things. And I want to recommend if you do the same to apply the principle of parsimony and consider that the simplest solution is correct is eating on holidays and eating on vacation. When we are working together, my clients and I, and they are faced with holidays or vacations, it is very easy for us and them to overcomplicate what that's going to mean. Because if they have certain goals in mind, the approach for how to eat on these occasions can be very, very simple. But we tend to overcomplicate it because 
what we then subconsciously give ourselves permission to do is, oh, you know what? It's just too hard to, it's too complicated to figure out what I'm going to eat on the holiday or how I'm going to eat on this vacation in order to stay in alignment with my goals. And so I'm just not going to pay attention to any of it at all. And I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I'm just going to overeat. I'm just going to not pay attention and not be conscious. We, again, we sidestep that responsibility when really how you eat on holidays, how you eat on vacation can be a very simple solution. And I'm not saying that you just need to be eating chicken and broccoli when you go on vacations, or you need to just say no to every dessert on a holiday. It's not the case at all, but it still can be simple. And you saying, here's what I'm going to eat. Here's what I am not going to eat. Here's going to be my strategy in the situation where maybe I'm not in charge of the food. Here's going to be my strategy if we go to a restaurant. Because I think in addition to this is what happens is when we are faced with these problems of how to eat on a holiday or eat on vacation is if we do use the simple solution that helps us be in alignment with our goals, oftentimes that requires us feeling our feelings instead of eating them. It requires us feeling bored or restless instead of eating to numb away from that boredom or restlessness. And because that requires effort and it requires a little bit of discomfort, our brain wants to overcomplicate what it needs to look like for you to eat on holiday or when you're on vacation. And so this is something that can be really helpful is in these instances, like what is the simplest solution here? Like I am working on, maybe it's tracking my macros, losing some fat, maybe it's building some muscle, whatever it might be for you. What would be the simplest strategy for this vacation that I have coming up? Because I can guarantee you that in instances like that, it does not need to be very complicated. It really doesn't. It will just require a little bit of forethought, maybe a little bit of planning and a willingness to be a little bit uncomfortable when there's food that you want and you have an urge for it, but you're just deciding to not eat those things. So that is the first thing that I recommend is this law of parsimony that the simplest solution is probably the correct one especially in these more mundane examples. The second way to really empower yourself around our complexity bias is to just start, to just take action. That's going to mean in the morning, all you have to do is put your shoes on. That's it. Get out of bed and put your shoes on. That's going to mean in the kitchen, just getting your scale out and weighing one serving of protein. For one meal, just make sure you have about 30 grams in that meal and weigh out whatever it is that you're eating. You can just start by grabbing a pen and paper and writing down, planning for one meal the following day. You can just start by going outside. Like oftentimes I want to spend time, well, I know just in general, I want to spend time outside, but oftentimes on a day-to-day basis, I just find reasons to be inside more often than I'm outside and to not get some sun exposure. And it seems ridiculous because all that is between me and outside is a wall and a door. And yet it's like, I just complicate it. Well, I just need to do all these things before I can like take a break and go sit outside. Or I just need to, oh, I just, I'm too busy. These other things are more important. I just have this like whole slew of noise drama in my mind about why I can't get sunshine. And so for me, just starting, just taking action. I'm going to go outside for 60 seconds. That's it. I'm just starting. I'm just going to go outside and then I can come back in if I need to, but I'm just going to start. This is going to mean filling up your water bottle right then and there, no matter the time of day. If you haven't had any water today and it's 
eight o'clock in the evening, right now, go and fill up your water bottle. Don't overcomplicate how to get enough water in a day. Don't go out and buy a bunch of those, you know, a bunch of new Stanley cups and gallon measures, which those can be helpful, but we overcomplicate it and then it prevents us from just doing it. So right now go fill up your water bottle and drink like a solid eight swallows. With whatever it is that you are doing, you can just start by brainstorming, by taking action in a very small way without the intent to finish. This is often what I do when I am creating content for my business is I sit down and I say, I'm just going to start typing for two minutes, three minutes. I'm just going to brainstorm and I don't have any expectations of myself to finish, but this doesn't have to be so complicated about what I'm going to do in my business. I just need to brainstorm. And so often when I start in this way, I start to get into a flow and other times I don't, but regardless, I'm still able to start. I'm still able to, able to get a little bit further than if I just stayed in my mind, overcomplicated it and didn't take any action. So when it comes to complexity bias that we all can have at moments, it's okay if it enhances who we are and makes our life better. But where it can cause problems is if this complexity bias leads you to feeling overwhelmed, if it prevents you from taking action, and if it causes you to sacrifice your health. If you are overcomplicating your health, which can be especially easy to do with all of the information that is out there in the world, I just want you to consider that the simple approach is often going to be the most effective. It's going to be you walking about 10,000 steps a day. It's going to be you drinking enough water in a day. It's going to be you going to bed and waking up at the same time within an hour every single day. It's going to be you stopping eating when you're full. It's going to be you planning one meal. Don't overcomplicate your health. Focus on the basics and understand that your brain isn't going to want to do the basics because it requires more effort than just negating your own responsibility in it. It's okay that we have this bias, but watch for it. As you go throughout your day today, as you are faced with situations, problems, notice when your brain wants to overcomplicate it and consider this law of parsimony that actually the simplest solution, the simplest approach is going to be correct here. So that is all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.